0: All right.
1: Let's do it. All right. It says it's recording. So, hey, hey, guys, we're live on the Modern American Dream podcast, episode 66. And this week, we have Rob Font, UFC top ranked number 11, number 11 yes, ranked
0: sir. fighter. What's up? Yes, number sir. 11. You I got
1: to get number rid 10. of
0: one. Oh. Hey, one. There you go. Ooh, there I got my go. brother
1: David with me as always and our friend Rob the Jewelers over here. Rob, say hi.
0: what's up, man? How you doing, Robbie? Hey,
2: what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Big fan, huge, uh, huge MMA fan. We've been, uh, uh, me, Arthur, and Dave, we've been watching uh, MMA together for a long time. I mean, specifically nice. UFC. Um, but, nice, you know, we nice. watched some of your fights and, um, you know, just uh, happy yeah. to have you on.
0: Of course, man. Of course. Man. I, definitely hey, man, I definitely got a
2: couple questions, uh, especially one that's been... Uh, just kind of lingering on my mind and I never really had a chance to get the answer to it. Let's do it. No, I needed, I needed to ask the right person. Um, So I'll just, I guess I'll just start it off. Um, So out of all these fights that we've watched, right. My question is why do fighters not like going into the third and fifth round, right. And the fighter knows he's losing why don't fighters throw more fight ending moves in the third or fifth round knowing they're losing the fight like if they do if they do not finish their opponent they're not winning
0: yeah I mean that's a tough question you know it's a it's more of like um can they do it you know like is it physically able to do it you know if if say like you know, you're losing a fight, most likely you're getting tagged up, getting beat up, um, or, or, or again, it's, it's risky, man. Like if you go too call out, you know what I'm saying? You're definitely getting knocked out. So it, it's a, it's a balance of, uh, of, of, are they able to like, are they, can they physically do it? Are, are they even there like mentally, as far as like, like how, how bad are they hurt? You know, how bad is they hurt? And then again, it's more of an attitude, you know, like, are the guys like, you know what, you'll put my face down my, my bite on my mouthpiece, piece, just go after it. Um, tough man it's tough because it's, it's kind of like it's it's like oh he's right there just hit him just hit him just hit him but then it's like when you get in there it's like it, everything changes you know it's uh, uh you, yeah, you're well, not as quick as you thought not as quick as you thought you were or, or especially if you're injured i'm not injured but like beat up and, and and about to lose that and then um yeah man it's tough because it is frustrating to see like you make like, brown just do it go on yeah, in. go on like in the like,
2: fight, you know watching the fight as a fan on the tv you're just like dude, you're losing the fight. Why don't you just throw a spinning back yeah. fist or a head yeah. kick instead of trying to take him down because that's not going to win you the fight?
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely, like, I never, that's tough when you see, like, guy losing and, and, like, push up against the cage and just hold on to him or try to take him down. You're like, bro, you might as well throw something, you know, uh, and then again, like you said, like those big, those big, uh, those big moves take a lot of energy. So sometimes maybe they don't have the energy to do it. So it's a, uh, it's tough. I know what you mean, though. It's kind of like what the fuck, man. Like you're almost there, just just going all the way in. But uh, yeah, yeah. And then it's a personality thing too. Like some people don't have that in them, you know. So it's it's tough.
2: Man. Yeah, I'm thinking like maybe maybe like the fighter just wants to end the fight. Maybe because I know, with, for example, I've heard like when you throw the spinning back fist, if it's not thrown right. You're at a risk of getting knocked out. Now, yeah, if risk of not, happening knocked in out. the third or fifth round, the fighter is most likely tired. So he's probably thinking, like, is is the juice worth the squeeze? You
0: know, exactly. do I want to so,
2: throw a spinning back fist and take a chance of getting knocked out? But
0: yeah, yeah no, that, it's, I, it's a it's a risk reward thing. It's an energy thing. It's a. Uh, it's uh, yeah, like I say, even doesn't even have it. Sometimes fighters get so into it, they don't even know they're down. You know, um, it, it's 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 a lot that goes into it. Um, but I know what you mean, though. Especially even like as a fan like, or as a fighter and watching, and like, oh, go, go, go! But I'm like, yeah, it's not that easy, you know. Uh, right, right, right. You know, even like even with, especially like boxers. Um, you know, when they got those twelve rounds, and it, it, it's 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 rough. Gotcha, right. gotcha. I got
1: I got a question okay. real quick. So, how long have you been fighting?
0: Um, I started training 2010, and then I made my amateur debut 2012, and I turned. I got into the USC 2014.
1: Hey, there you go. So we started our company, DNA Realty Group, in 2009. And here's the question: So success, right? You're about to blow up, knock out Marias, and then be the champ, right? But well, you can yes, yes, ten sir. years. So success, I think, often takes a very long time and a lot of focus. So how do you stay focused and continue to train and grind despite the ups and downs? I know you're coming off a big injury. How do you mentally, no matter what it is that you're doing in life, stay focused Good and question. stay the course? Mm. Yeah, you know,
0: um, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, for me, it's a love of the game. It's a love of, of improving my, uh, myself, trying to see how far I can take it, you know, Um, yeah. um you know, I feel like I'm slowly always getting better. You know, it's like uh, I'm not – uh, I don't feel like I'm stagnant. Like, I'm slowly climbing and always getting better. Um, And then it's that that will to win, man. I just want to go out there and win for myself. And then, obviously, at the same time, be able to support my family and all that. But, uh, yeah, man, like, it, it's like it's not even a job. I mean, it's not even like – it's just – it's slowly just coming like a, a – a, a, like. Like a, a complete love of the game for me, you know. It's like whereas I like, I I I can't not do this, you know. Like, I can't keep pushing. I can't like for me, it's it's super easy for me to wake up and go train. It's super easy for me to you know go get punched in the face and and wake up and do it again the next day. You know, it's super easy. And um, you know, um, I think once you, again, I'm pretty sure like it's not it's nothing for you guys to wake up and go close a couple of deals because it's like this is what you guys do. This is what you love That's and what then, we do. Yeah, you know, so it's like one of those things like it's it doesn't even seem like it's it's work. It's pretty easy for me to get up and go run or or eat the right food or or, or pull in the right guys or spend the right money on on sparring partners or 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 equipment or whatever. It's like it, and then it, it it just excites me, you know, to get out there and get after it, you know.
2: Yeah. I I got a question. How long did it take you to kind of fall into this focus and be able to um do it repetitively and just kind of it you know that becomes you because you said you um, started 2010
0: yeah I would say I would say I would say after my uh my second amateur fight I would say after my second amateur fights so I went I went uh went four and one as an amateur and um and I think it was like after my first loss and it just something just happened. I just it started clicking. I just got like super dedicated. Just And then, um you know, I got, I got with the strength and conditioning coach. Then I got with the right BJJ guys and I just, just kept clicking, kept clipping, kept clipping. And then um before you know it, I was just in a, like a robot. I was in a routine to where if I didn't train, I would, I would like my body didn't feel right. It was, just, it wasn't right if I wasn't training, you know? So again, it, it became super easy to kind of, you know get up and go run even when it's snowing outside or or get up and go sparring even though I'm tired and, and, and I'm hurting or whatever it's, it's just became it a point to where if I didn't do it I would feel I would feel wrong or off you know right
1: makes sense makes sense so now you've been doing it for like 10 years 10 plus years you're about to get a really big fight coming up how did that come about how did you get a fight against a number three ranked contender
0: so, um, honestly, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be able to get that guy, you know, fighting number 11. I thought I was going to come back and fight the, uh, guy named Jimmy Rivera. He's like ranked number yeah, eight we know Jimmy. right now. Yeah. I think I was going to get in there with him. And then, um, but Marlon Rice fought not too long ago and he lost. And I was like, wait a minute, this could be a potential fight, you know? And then, um, and then, um, you know, they, they, uh, they offered him the fight. He took it, you know, and that was it. It was that simple, you know, um. So we got the, uh, the matchmaker, Sean Shelby. They reached out to us. It was a no-brainer for me. You know, I was like, hell yeah, number three guy in the world. Of course I'm taking that fight. You know, uh, not too many people want to fight this guy. I'm like, you're an idiot. Man, I'm definitely <laughs> taking this fight. Isn't it? There's no way you're going to, you know, <laughs> right. there's no way I'm not taking this fight, you know. Absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely. We'll
0: definitely be watching
2: that fight.
1: Who are you?
2: You want, hell yeah.
1: You got a, pred- you got a prediction how you're going to end it?
0: Yeah, man. Second round knockout, bro. I'm going to push the pace on him in the first round and see how he feels. And I'm trying to put him away in the second round.
1: Love it. Love it. Love it. You heard it here first. So, all right. So you're you're climbing up the rankings and I know you're really focused on UFC right now and chasing that title shot. And this is a good opportunity in the right direction. But have you started to think about, because I know a lot of athletes don't think about this, what you're going to do after the MMA career is over, right? Because, you're probably my age, 33, 34, right? And you can't yep, – yep, fighting yep. is a game that you can't – like in business, we could do that forever. Fighting you probably so,
3: can't.
0: So, yeah, so I, um, I got a gym in Lawrence. Um, that I do a lot of private lessons at. I teach uh, as well. And then, um, you know, just trying to like, invest as much money as possibly can when I get it. Um, you know, I, I, got a, uh, I got a townhouse right now. That's my first property. Um Nice. You know, we're trying to. I actually want to talk to you guys a little bit. I was uh, I was looking to like maybe like, a three family, um, trying to go that route. Um, and then um, any smart and like I also I uh I I got a sales job. I sell uh and sell waste management services for like like roll off dumpsters, um, general like commercial trash cans behind the stores you see like that. And then um so I've been I've been doing I've been selling that hustling on the side. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something important you need to do. You know, obviously we can't do this forever. So I'm trying to be, I'm trying to make smart investments. I'm trying to make as much, uh, you know, income as possible. Um, either be sales, um, merchandise, uh, private lessons, um, you know, teaching, um, stuff like that. So and I just try to stack it up as much as possible and then, uh, you know, see how it takes me and then just never know how, where, you know, this leads to me, but, um, yeah, no, I definitely trying to get ahead of it, you know, uh, Especially now, you know, like I'm getting older, haven't fought in a year, um, you know, you know how that shit goes. And then, yeah, yeah but, uh, you know, I'm slowly I'm still, I'm still making smart, smart decisions. And then, uh, yeah, uh, you never know. We'll see. But I'm definitely I'm having fun teaching, having fun doing the whole private lesson set up. And then uh, my sales gig is, uh, is, is, is you know, it's getting there. I'm still learning it. Uh, i slowly building, but uh, I'm getting there.
3: Awesome. Awesome. That's pretty cool. So, like ten years. So, you still got other side jobs right now?
0: Yep, 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 yep. Um, it's a sales position, so it's kind of like obviously, it's it's kind of like if you you don't sell anything, and obviously you're not you're not eating. Um, and it's all obviously uh, word of mouth. Uh, you know. Um, Getting out there, network as much as possible. And then, um, you know, just 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 trying to hustle, and Trying to be like you guys, you know?
3: Yeah, that's it. Business is the ultimate sport. That's pretty cool, man. And I I was, like, looking up all kinds of stuff. We actually saw your fight live when we were, when you fought in Boston. Yeah. How sick is it to be, like, I know you grew up, what, like, you moved around as a kid. Then you grew up in Florida. And then you moved to Boston, right?
0: Yep, 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 yep.
3: But how now that you're from, like you're here, you know what I mean, like local kid. Yeah. How yeah, sick so. is it to be to like fight at the garden? Like when you're at it's the huge. garden, is it insane? Do you it's go different. in there like what, dude? Yeah. Go
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You're laughs> crazy? Yeah, no, nah, it's um so like yeah, it's it's huge. It's uh so I I uh, actually went to the a card in in twenty twenty. 2012 and um, it's a UFC card in Boston and then from there I was like oh man I can't wait to fight here and then I ended up fighting there twice and I'm winning there twice and then seeing yeah. your name yeah. seeing your name up there you're seeing your name up there it's, it's like oh man it's a dream come true you know uh, yeah. especially you know, especially in Boston, because you know, like Boston, the in New England, the fans here, yeah, fan, like crazy, get, yeah, yeah, they get, they really get behind it, they really get into it, and it's always like an energy is unreal. Like I still got the video of me knocking out Thomas; I made it in there, and you just the, the pop from the crowd was intense. Like I get, I get goosebumps every time I see it, and it's uh and you can't replicate that, and, and yeah, it, it, it's it's a dream come true, man, fighting in the Garden. Every time I pass that bridge, it brings me right back to it, you know, and uh. I can't wait till like obviously this whole situation's over. Me can do it again in 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 Boston. Was
2: yeah. it was yeah. it more pressure for you or less pressure for you fighting at at the Garden?
0: I wouldn't say more pressure. It'd be more. It, it was uh dealing with people more. You know, like dealing with friends and family and tickets and, 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 and like so more one. Yeah, people hitting you up. You know, trying to do this. Hey, can I come here? And it's just like and then like random people just always hitting you up. Yeah. That was it. That was the only thing, I guess you could say. Is kind of like, all right, like, yeah, I, I, it's easier when I go to Vegas. I don't have to deal with anybody. But besides that, man, it's like that energy you get in that hometown crowd, like that. That that momentum is real. You know, you get that the people behind you. You know, you got everybody's gonna screaming, going crazy, and like they just yeah. they just chanting rah, Fun, and Fun." It's just like, oh, like, you rah. can't beat that.
1: That's yeah. awesome. All right, so I got a quick question. So business and sports, I feel like, are very parallel, right? They're they're like kind of in the same direction. And and business is probably even more competitive than than fighting is, right, or any kind of sport. It's crazy because it's, like, never-ending. So anybody who's successful in anything that they do and at the top of the heap like yourself – is obviously doing something very differently than everybody else. So what do you think is your secret to success, or what separates you from the thousand other fighters that are training like crazy to get into top ten? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, you know, obviously I think it's the consistency. I think it's the the kind of mastermind you kind of put together with your team, uh, picking the right people with you, and then um, just paying attention to the small details, you know, really paying attention to the small details and – and, uh, yeah, I, it, it, for me, it's that consistency, man. If you can't stay consistent in, in anything, really, you're not going to really kind of pass that, that next level, you know, if you just kind of always flip flopping and going this way or that way, you guys stay consistent, just slowly chop, chop, yeah. chop, chop, chop to the top, you know.
3: That's uh, pretty cool, man. So, te- so 10 years ago, you were delivering pizzas. Did you fight back then?
0: No, I didn't even know what UFC was or MMA was. I was just, you know, delivering pizzas. I, I, I. Uh, I are you, it to are house. you making way more money now than pizza money? Do <laughs> <laughs> you ever think
3: yeah. about that? Do you ever think about
0: that? It's like I, sometimes I look at the bank. I'm like, wow, all right, this is this is pretty cool. You know, this is pretty cool. Like, uh, yeah, no, it was it was tough at that time. You know, I was I was you know I wasn't like fully committed, fully in it. I was kind of bullshitting. Talking about going back to school, maybe going to the military. I just wasn't committed. Then I, and I saw this, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this is different. You know, something's up here." Like, and like, and then I found out I can make money doing it. I was like, "Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, let's go all in." And I just, I just How went all in, man. In, in- I um, so yeah, I uh, again, I so I was in Florida. I um, I went, I I delivered to that house. They told me, uh, they kind of broke down what they were doing. They were kind of practicing outside. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? I know this is not wrestling, it's not boxing. Like, what do you got? And they kind of told me what they were doing. I, uh, I checked out that school, left um, maybe six, seven months. And then, then I moved up here. And from there, I joined a, a Muay Thai gym in Somerville. Uh, was there like maybe two years. And then uh, not even a year and a half. And then I made my, uh, my amateur debut. But it was—it's was one of those things. Like I fully, fully threw myself in a big pool of MMA and martial arts, and it was just—that was it. Like it was to the point where it was hard for me to even watch sports or movies. It was all martial arts fights, kickboxing, MMA, jujitsu, nice. old, old Van Damme movies. Like you know, it just it was full. Like I was just trying to surround myself. Nothing around. Nothing but. Uh, that's my yeah. <laughs> stuff like that like i was like and anything i was on, on tv i was looking up and anytime i can take a seminar or a private lesson uh anybody else came in town anybody i could learn from i would just bug them i was that annoying guy hey how do you do this how do you do this how do you do this and i would just ask so questions yeah. and then um yeah and then again then another thing is like i was always willing to learn off of my losses or my defeats or like uh like if i had a bad day like well why did we have a bad day could learn off of that and i was it wasn't it was easy for me to do that, you know, like, it was easy for me to have a bad day and, and ask why, and then go out there and fix the, the why, you know.
2: Yeah, I think when you love something and you're passionate about it, you want to know all the ins and outs about yeah. that thing, and that eventually leads to greatness.
0: Exactly, yeah, no, it's, a, and it's and it is one of those things, like, where I would, uh you know, I would spend whatever I could on, 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 on the knowledge, you know, like, even if I had to drive to Maine or, or drive to Rhode Island or get on the plane. I spent like three weeks in California um, just, to, just to learn two things, you know, like it was just two, two techniques. And I'm out there, spent X amount on the airplane X amount in, in Sacramento just to get around one guy, you know? And like, I was willing to do that. And, and I think people saw that. And then they, and once they saw that, they are like, it was kid serious. And then they got behind me and then like, then my support systems got a little better. And then, you know, I just, I got had a lot of people that really believed in me. And then, But, you know, it just started taking off.
3: That's awesome, man. What's your – what does your life look like? Do you have – are you, like, married? Do you have kids or anything
0: like that? So, uh, no kids. Uh, Me and my girlfriend, um, we live in in, um, Hayro now, um, I gotta grow up, ask that question. Uh, but no you know, way, she's um, looking but, at you right now. <laughs> she's doing this nah, she <laughs> always does that. Blowing up spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, but uh, but yeah, a lot, long time, maybe like, going on sixteen years. Uh, she uh, met her in Florida, actually. Uh, but yeah, nah, I got two puppies. Um, teaching, and train, and, and hustle as much as possible, and then on the weekend, I try to knock people out. That's cool
3: man. we gotta get we gotta get you to come into the office. I didn't even realize I'm you goes to us. So like do you still train in that gym in Somerville?
0: No 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 we had a falling out um with that coach. He just he wasn't committed he wasn't all the way in you know um my my head coach now I met him there um and we and we just like we uh you know we kind of like we left probably what was this 20, 2016 I believe it was. And then we yeah. kind of just started doing our own thing, um, you know, we started, we started our own team. And, then, um, yeah, we just kind of taken over. Uh, we got a lot of young up-and-coming fighters. Um, you know, we got guys like Calvin Cater, um, Mitchell Postal, Tom Paggs. Like we we, we Cal- all come up. Um, Good,
3: man. Cal- where is, where is, now, where is this? Where is this gym?
0: So we have a spot in Andover. And then also have a, a, a studio in, um, in Lawrence, Mass. But then, yeah. like, we also travel with, like, uh, strength and conditioning. Um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and like different Muay Thai gyms and then we pull in guys that we need to come in. Um, so, yeah, yeah um, we, we're like not necessarily all over the place, but we, if, we, we kind of like like almost like a traveling team.
3: If somebody wanted to like, f- like find you or like train with you guys or learn from you, where do they go?
0: Um, hit me, Instagram, hit me up on Instagram, um, Rob underscore font, just slide into my DM and I, I'll, I'll respond back to you. Um, yeah,
3: I just tagged it on Instagram
0: so like everybody can find you. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And it's um yeah, anytime. And I um also teach at uh the Gentle Art Dojo in Lowell, um Lowell Mass. I teach Monday, Wednesday, Friday nights from seven fifteen to eight thirty. Um yeah. it's a basic Muay Thai um it's a basic Muay Thai um mm-hmm. um class. And then if you Dude, want to do more of an MA, I'm gonna
1: walk in there, let's go I think I still
0: got it. Oh, I'm, telling, so, I'm telling yeah. you guys, you think you think you guys are you're you on fire right now. It, once you learn how to really mess somebody up, like really, really understand how to protect yourself and really, you know, know what you're doing, just confident it goes through your roof. It just goes through the roof in a good way though. Like you know you yeah. don't have to I'll, use it, like because most again, like most people, don't know if they can fight or not. Most people never been in a fight. You know, they just never. I know, get my so ass don't. kicked
1: by this bowl. I've had my <laughs> I've had my ass kicked a few times, man. Yeah. I, so like, I, got, again, I got a funny question. It, it
0: humbles you. It humbles you. You know that that, that oh, beating yeah, humbles, humbles you, humbles so, you so, big like, time, so like. So like again, like like I'll I'll have a good day and then tomorrow Calvin will beat me up and I'm so He's like he's like you're constantly humbled. You're constantly learning and then um I really do it. It helps you with like I think it'll help you guys with like what you guys are doing right. You and you
1: can. If yeah.
2: Calvin you, know, beat you up it, again, just let me know. I'll handle it. We'll handle it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it the old
1: school way
0: with the bats. We'll bring the bats in. I, bat it, I <laughs> to the kneecaps, baby. I, I got a funny
2: question. Does anybody
1: ever try to fight you because they know you're a UFC
0: fighter? No, no. They, they want they, – they, oh, at, at first, like, it would always be the bigger guys. You know, like, wait a minute. Like, you fight? Like, you know, like yeah, the yeah, big, yeah. big dudes. They're like, yeah. Like, oh, wait a minute. You fight? Like, no way. Like, no way. And it's usually like at the drunk at the party or some shit like that. Like, oh, no, I, I can beat you up, you know? I used yeah. to play football, though. They'll say weird, random things. Like, I used to play football in high school, so I know I could beat you up. And then okay. when you realize, <laughs> yeah, it's stupid, right? Like, when you realize it has nothing to do with size and it's literally all technique and skill. Like, I'm talking about big guys. Like and, and, again, I'm not trying to be cocky where I can literally do anything I want with them. And when they realize that, they're like, wait, hold up. I can't fight. I don't know how to fight. I don't know how to protect myself. And it's like it's a humbling feeling to where the point where they're like, wait, 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 hold up, bring that back, show me how to do that. And then you know they come in like I have a lot of guys like that like wait, this is crazy, I can't believe. Science. It. I thought my in my head in their mind they really thought they were they knew what they were doing and it's like it's and then it has nothing to do with and again don't get it twisted though like if you're bigger you have a better advantage but if you don't have the knowledge behind it it's like it worthless you know like you really will drop faster or or get beat up quicker if you don't know what you're doing especially if you're bigger and for some reason it's always been the the bigger guys that um, instantly want to like kind of get out of hand. So like when I first started doing it, I wouldn't. I'll would go somewhere. I wouldn't even tell people. I would lie. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm count it. You know what I'm saying? I would lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm the
2: yeah, yeah. Like wait, wait, hold on. Like i do your taxes.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I would, like I wouldn't tell people that I fight because that, that the next thing happens is like, oh, right, well let's just do this. So I wrestled a little bit or I took yeah. a kickboxing class and then it gets a little out of hand sometimes. But for the most part, no, like. Not too many, dude, but it, you get the the random guys that kind of get out of line.
1: This guy would try to fight you. Yeah, for <laughs> I mean, I'm out of line all the time. So so I need to <laughs> be humbled again. Yeah, I'm
0: moving, dude. <laughs> if you don't want to humble
3: him, show me how to do it. I'll be glad so, to I humble got him. Got got pie, <laughs>
0: hey, I got you. I got you.
3: I have a question for you. So, like, what are your goals in. um? like, in business, and what are your goals in, like, fighting? Like, if you look out, like, five years or ten years, do you think that far and, like, think, like, what – if you, like – like, you know, like, ten years ago when you were doing the pizza stuff, like, you think you thought you'd be where you are today? Did you plan for it? And, like, ten years years from now, like, you think you can see what what you think you might want to do?
0: Yeah, you know, honestly, I was – I've been thinking about. I've been looking into real estate a little bit. I've been thinking about a couple of units. Um, I was thinking like, cause like I grew up in apartment conferences and I was like, wait a minute, like I, like those things are usually kind of full no matter what, you know. Um, as far as like, like uh, like during like most like bad recessions or whatever, like there's usually they're kind of like they're not like empty, you know. Like my mom's been in apartment for a while. I'm like wait, you just paint on. I'm like. If I hide, how, like, how do I hustle and make enough money to put down like cause like in commercials usually what, like 30 percent down or something like that? Or, oh, like, 25%, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all
3: right, how
0: yeah, much yeah. how can I how could I yeah, how like how could I get that to get that going? then I'm like, well, that's kind of a lot, it's kind of heavy. So I was thinking kind of like going to single family multi-units at first until I get to that point. Um, looked into stocks a little bit, um, got a couple of dollars in, you know, I got the Robinhood account. I've been throwing there and trying to stay up with that. And then, um, you know, with the waste management services, I've just been hustling that, selling that. I am actually getting a a, a mini roll-up truck that I can kind of like try dropping them off myself, or not me, but like whoever I hire, and uh, just trying to like yeah, just trying to figure out and get creative. Um, at the same time, I have uh, you know we got the brand. I do the uh, the private lessons, and then um, and then uh, you know, uh, seminars, um, teach still. So I'm just trying to like collect all that, collect all that, and then eventually figure out. Figure out where and what I should do with the money, but uh, and then obviously the, the, the UFC paycheck. So, I the first thing was like, how can I get enough money to not touch yep. the UFC money, right? And then once I figure that out, now once I, I feel like once I get the right amount and the right play, I'm kind of want to just make a couple of the right investments and then you know go from there. But it's uh, it's it's tough because obviously, you know I still gotta stay focused on you know beating people up and not overdoing yeah. it on the All business right. side, you know. I-
3: yeah, I agree, man. I think like fo- focus and what you folk like what you focus on expands. There's a, it's a thing that we learned and um you know, even with our business in real estate, our first year like we only sold one house and like this year we ended up selling like we're going to close the year with like over 80 houses sold and uh congrats, man.
0: Congrats. We had
3: opportunities to open like our own like coaching program for other people, you know, to teach them how to do it. And like we did it. We made a little side money. It wasn't bad. It was cool. The idea of it was cool. But what happened was when it took away from the main thing, it was like, hey, man, the main thing got you the side gig and this other side. Exactly. And like the yeah. main thing has to stay the main thing. Yeah. So I, I agree with that 100
0: yeah. like percent. So, yeah, i try not to that, Right. Like you yeah, yeah, no.
3: that got you to where you
0: are. Yeah, yeah so again my my first when I wake up, my first goal is obviously get the get the the, the exercise and get the work in, and then um from there um you know I, you know I'll set a couple of times and again as far as like the sales it's all through the phone so like I, it's like I'm not like sitting down at an office all day long you know I'm just kind of like yeah. hustling through the phone or, um and then Instagram and social media and stuff like that and then um you know, he's trying to collect all that money and just put it away into like a high yield savings account or whatever. And then just constantly trying to get it to, to grow. And then, you know, uh, eventually, obviously, I won't be fighting anymore. And then I, I feel like I'm in a perfect world to have some, some, so a couple of dollars to kind of like start making some moves and start moving around. But, uh, man, and then again, like I said, uh, I know with this is like, like with the MMA is like kind of like, you know, I got coaches here. So I'm just trying to figure out where and who to kind of like mentor and follow and, and get coached on how to really do, you know, business and all that. So it's, it's, it, it's, it's growing. It's getting there. It's just, you know, again, I got a lot. I'm not going, I guess all the way in on that side yet, because, you know, I still got one step you know, at a time. Right? That's yeah. It.
3: The fine line yeah. the balance. I got, yeah. I got my last question. I'll let these boys, I'll let these says. boys. Guy, I got, questions, I got for questions for days, mm-hmm. man. Like, you know, um, you know, like how how, many, how much do you train every day? Like, and uh, so, I saw I saw that like you eat clean all the time, even on like Thanksgiving, you are eating like a little bit of turkey and asparagus, which yeah. is like, which is crazy to think for most people, right? Because most people are just eating regular, right? oh I'll, I'll, yeah, nah. I'll go get a French fry right now.
0: Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's a it's a it's a lifestyle, you know. It's non stop. I haven't had a legitimate thanksgiving dinner like in like the last five years like it's been non-stop fighting around the same time like um it's like it's like a, a little bit of turkey a lot a lot of vegetables and a lot of water and i'm usually training that day anyways you know so um you know it, it, it is what it is you know um you know it comes it comes with territory um i know I know what stuffing tastes like. I know what all that stuff tastes like. I, I can do that when I'm done fighting. You know, I'll be able to just sit back and be able to just get completely, like, hammered and, and fool all I want after, you know, after I'm done fighting. And, and don't get a twist. I still have, I still enjoy myself, but just not on the regular, you know. Um, so it's a... It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a weird balance, but like, I'm having fun with it. Um, you know, like I said, like uh, Thanksgiving, I'm not missing it too much. I know, I know what you know all the good stuff tastes like, and, and, it, and it, it's not going anywhere, you know.
3: Yeah, that that's cool. You got your body dialed in, and like how yeah. how many workouts do you do? And like when you're when you're the champ, how many do you think like that's gonna have to change? Like you got to put in like 50 times more work or whatever it is. So
0: so I basically I train twice a day, um, Monday through Thursday. And then um, Friday off. Saturday is usually our sparring days, and then Sunday off. Um, so it's definitely a full time gig. Um, at the same time, I, I teach, um, so that kind of reinforces my uh, my no- my knowledge and my know of, of, of the of what I'm doing. Yeah. And um and then um yeah, like I said, just hustling on the side. But uh, as far as training, it's usually two two hour two two hour sessions a day, um, Monday through Thursday, rest Friday. Uh, one big hard session Saturday and then I rest Sunday.
3: That's cool. What do you boys got? What do they yeah, got, bro? Cool? These boys got nothing. Yeah. We got, we got, I, questions took all for the
2: hey, I, got, I got a question. <laughs> I got a question. So, like, a lot of fighters before the fights, you know, you see fighters that are very calm, you see f- fighters that they're in kill mode, you know, um, you got different kinds of approaches that fighters have. What's your mindset before a fight what's
0: your approach for me i'm just i'm just cool calm and collective you know i'm trying to get in there and 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 just react you know i'm trying to get i'm not trying to overthink it i'm not trying to throw any emotions into it i'm just trying to go in there and create make things happen and then when i see openings take advantage of it you know uh, what we do is we we do we do we throw a lot of fakes and things like like you basically throw a lot of like bullshit at you to see how you react and then counter that or i'm sorry i'm make you pay and or if you throw something at me block it then counter um that's kind of like a basic game plan um the mindset going in is just like staying calm relax um i know you know have trust in the hard work i put in before the fight and just go out there and just listen to my corner and and, and see it with my eyes and just react um off a of feel, you know, so I kind of like try to just see in my eyes, hear my corner listen and then when I see something, I react to it and just almost freestyle, That's I, but with the kind of like, we have a game plan and anytime that kind of like messes up, I can I pull another one out my sleeve, but we kind of have like a, almost like an ABC plan where this, we're, we're trying to do this, but if it's not working out, we're going to go here and if it's not working out, then we're just going to make something up at the same time, but it's uh it's all freestyle you know it, it, it's tough because like in when this this these type of like like fighting is like it's so fast and if you're thinking it's you're done you know
2: right right um do you have any pre-fight rituals
0: um not really um i i don't it's, it's weird it's sometimes it's kind of go off the mood like sometimes like like uh, like sometimes I'll I'll listen to like random like this music that you like jazz. Like I love listening to jazz. Um, I uh sometimes I'll read a book. Sometimes I'll, I'll I'll be on a show. Like last fight I I was on I was like got into Vikings. You know that show Vikings. Um, I was watching that for like throughout the whole fight week. It it all changes kind of go off of how I'm feeling or or the mood I am uh, that I'm in. Uh, now it's a little different now with the whole COVID because, like, now you get your, when I get there, I'm gonna be stuck in a room for like 24 hours to 48 hours. And so, um, you never know, I might, I might end up playing cards or I don't know, but it, I don't technically have a, like, a, 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 every time I do this or every time I eat this, it's kind of like, I'm one of those guys that kind of like, All right, let's, let's just try this, let's try that. Yeah. But my, my, my routine, as far as in the back room, it stays the same. You know, my warm up, my, uh, the way I get ready um you know uh, who i bring with me but as far as like a like a ritual like i I gotta wear my hat backwards or something like that i definitely don't have that
2: is there any like certain kind of uh music you listen to before the
0: fight it all changes too sometimes like um again it'll be jazz or rock or rap or nothing at all and i'm just sitting there just talking so uh when i first started it would it was a lot of like 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 uh, a lot of rap for some reason, a lot of rap and trying to get hyped up, hyped up. And then, like, it didn't really work for me. Like, I think I thought I only did it because I saw somebody else do it. And then I just, once I realized that like, no, nah, I'm kind of like a, a calm dude, like, I don't have to get all hyped up and start screaming and punching myself in the face. And it was like, I only, I think I was so young, I thought I did that because I saw somebody else do that. But then right, once right. I kind of find myself the way I really do it, I was like, nah, I'm cool, man. I don't got to yell. I don't have to scream or, or, or get too hyped up because, like, You think about it, you you get your heart rate that high, and then you got to put it back down. And then, because again, like what people don't tell you is like it's a long day. Like you show up, you report, and it's kind of hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. So if you're constantly going up and down with your feelings, your emotions, like you'll burn out. So I try to stay calm, 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 calm until I get in there, and then I just turn it up. And then from there, just again, I just turn it up, and then I start freestyling.
3: That's cool, man. I feel like I watched a lot of your interviews, just like because we were going to talk to you, and um, I'm pretty impressed, man. You seem like when you interview, you always interview the same. Like you, you're super calm, or it seems that way. Do you ever walk around and be like, somebody like looks at you, and you're like, I can fucking kick your ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, nah, I kinda like it's kinda like one of those like it's one of those things like man, you just don't know, man. But then it's also terrifying too, because if I got, like if I if I really like put my hands on somebody, like they they have no, no like they have no yeah, there's no
3: chance. There's no
0: chance, there's no chance, and like most likely it's gonna look like I'm you know bullying this guy, or like, most likely like, the only way to defend yourself you're gonna have to shoot or stab me, you know. So it's kinda like I don't want any of those problems, yeah. you know? So it's like yeah. you know, yeah. like because again, like imagine if you're outside in the street and I'm sitting there like really squaring up with you and like you see like a, like wait hold up like it's rob ford so like, yeah yeah, yeah you know I'm saying so like, I'm
3: like, who is this dude i'm about to take him out i'm about to yeah, no. i'm about to call him out on my youtube yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to do a like a boxing fight me versus you just so i can get famous nah, just i got
0: gonna,
1: you mess bro, me i got up. you <laughs> but, uh, so that's so funny you you seem like you don't have a big ego. So my question is like, do you do anything to make sure you keep your ego ego in check, or are you just like a humble dude?
0: Honestly, like I, I know, I like if I knew
1: how to kick somebody's ass and I walked by this guy, I'd, bang,
3: he'd probably yeah. give me a beat dude right So the
0: sort of thing about it is with with martial arts and MMA, um you're constantly getting beat up. You're constantly, yeah. you know, in a, in a, in. A, in a humble position, you know, because there's always somebody better than you. And yeah. if they're, and and if they're not, you know, I'm saying you're in the wrong spot. And think about it: we, like I said, we we literally pay better guys to come in yeah. and to beat us up to kind of like push us to that point to where it's like it's a hard day every day. And then, yeah. like I say, like I I got this young kid Nick. He's 23 years old. And he's yep. a beast, and he's he'll destroy me on the ground. Like, he's so good on the ground. I like, just, just straight jiu-jitsu. Like, obviously, standing in, in full MMAs, but – like is that Ukrainian my boy Christos
1: by any chance?
0: Just another dude. He's another yeah. savage, a guy like that. Like, those, so, I, he I, was on this man, podcast. He's, he's, a, he's a stud, man. So, again, like actually, he's trained with like, the guy I'm talking about. Like, um, ask him about Nick Fiore, man. He's probably one of the yeah. best grapplers out here. So, what I'll do is I'll get guys like – Kristoff or, or, or Nick Fury to come in and they could they specialize on the ground and like I uh you know we put ourselves in bad position so I got this young kid constantly beating me up I have you know saying um or another guy I'm bringing in two or three guys to beat me up or even older guys that are like kind of like school yeah. me on how to do this and how not to do this so we're constantly for me at least I'm constantly trying to like better myself bring in talent bringing talent and push myself to where I'm not just the best guy in the gym, you know, so I think that, that naturally humbles a lot of fighters. Cause like, again, you, you've been there, you've been the hammer, you know, you also have been the nail and, um, and then you understand that like, it's, it's, it's like, if you have an ego in fighting, you will definitely not make it, you know, if you have an ego in fighting, you're not going to make it far. Um, you know? and, um, you know, and so I think it's, it, it becomes easy because you're constantly reminded that you're not the best. You're constantly reminded that like there's always more to learn. You're constantly reminded, and then like I said, like you got the young kids coming up, and you're constantly if you're not trying to get that type of work, and again, you I think you're you're uh you're fooling yourself. You know, you're fooling yourself again. You got a guy like Christoph that like that. It's just like kid, non-stop nah, training, 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 training. So yeah. it's competing, 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 and there's like a a different level of, 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 of confidence when, when you know you're good and then you bring those guys in and it's like it's, it's a hard day so I'm, I'm constantly putting myself into a spot where I'm bringing better guys in so again I don't think I don't think I can be humble you know yeah. I mean I, I have to be humble almost I guess you could say
1: it's so crazy how many similarities there are between like business and sales and what we do and what you talk about like one of the things me and my brother did to take our business to the next level is we would go out and we would find a mega agent, somebody who's doing bigger and better things than us and hang out yeah. with them for a the whole day yeah. and just and that would like bring it down because you're like you might be number one in your office, you go somewhere else, now you're a big fish in a small pond.
0: Exactly, exactly. So is that yeah. So like, you know, you go out there and you say you get and you say you selling like I don't know, let's say a million dollars in sales, but then you yeah. just go around a guy that has 10 million, like you're right. gonna learn something from that guy, you know. And yeah. it's kind like and if it's and if you're, sense you're sense. like if you if, yeah. if, if 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 you're foolish to not believe you can't learn something that's doing 10 million on the regulars, like well, yeah, you will you never get to that 10 million. And then once you get to that 10 million, all right, well, there's another level to that. There's guys right. that are doing a hundred million, you know. So it's there's kind of like, all right, so how, how do we get to that? You know, how do we get to those guys that are doing a hundred million? You're like, wait, right, and then you know, and you'll start, you know, and it's just it, it is what it is. So like I said, like you know, if I can get around the best in the world, why not? You know, I'm pretty sure yeah. if you guys get around. These guys are, like, doing big, big deals. Like, you're going to yep. run something. Even even just, like I said, even just having a lunch with a guy like that. I guarantee yeah. you pick something up, you know? Um, and, again, like me, I'm the type of guy that I'll spend money on on seminars and, and classes and, and, and private lessons. You know what I'm saying? Uh, books and and, and you know, like I'm pretty sure again, like you're pretty sure you guys do the same thing, or, or you'll travel okay. here, travel over there, you know, to or even coaching. You know, have somebody come in, coach you guys up. It's just how you do it, and then from there, you stay humble because you know, like you, you know, you don't know it all, and there's always yeah. something to learn, and and um, so yeah, so I said it's very similar to um, like sales and business as well.
1: Very, very. And we're, we're always reaching out to people like we were talking about real estate investing. We got guys that own 300 units. And when we meet them, we are in the game. So we were like, how'd you get there? Take them out to lunch, learn from them. And you guys are doing yeah. the same thing in the, in the fight game. I got yeah, to back to the fight question. Um, what do you walk around at if you fight at 135?
0: Oh, so i'm like um so on on, on a bad on a, on a bad day uh on a heavy just like i don't care i'll get up to like 160 163 on um 160? obviously yeah like 163 wow. the highest and then if um you know i'm saying on point you know you know dieting and eating all the right foods and you know, all my vegetables you know i'm like around 150 153 oh, no, um, what's, then, the
3: heaviest, what's the heaviest you've ever been like you ever been like
0: Bro, at one time, I got, I got up to, like, when, actually when I actually went up to delivering pizzas, I was up to, like, 190, bro. I was a little no, bit more. Bro, yeah. you were, fighting, <laughs> you were like,
3: you getting
0: fat? No, I was, like, I was, like, I was, like, I wasn't, like, 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 like roll like, but I was, just like, thick. I was, like, a little, like, I was just, like, it was all pizza and beer, pizza and beer. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, it was bad, man. I got to uh, 190, and I'm not that tall. I'm only 5'8", so I was, like, a look a little chugging, sinking, man. <laughs>
1: So, like, when UFC fight is way in, right, it's the day before the fight?
0: Yeah, so... so, so a lot of times so we, you see
1: them the next day and they're, like, you could see the size different.
0: So, what basically, it's, it, it's basically just water manipulation, you know. Um, so, all we're doing is, like, on that scale, like, we're technically not... I'm not really 135 when I fight, you know. I'll get up to, like, I'll get back up to, like, probably 149, 150. When um, you fight... So, yeah, yeah. So, wow. like, I'll... Yeah, so, again, it's basic, the basic weight cut. Um, it's We can do a little more than, like, the average, like, high school wrestler because they do same-day weigh-ins. So, they, we can cut a lot of... Uh, we can cut a lot of weight. So, basically, like, I'll get... I'll diet down as low as possible. You know, I'll get it in, like a, like, a 12 to 10-pound range. So, I show up, like, 48, four, um, 47. And then, from there, we'll throw the sauna suit on and we'll just start cutting the weight. And it, it's it basically, for me, it's been, like, It'll be three 30-minute sessions. I'll do, like, a, throw the sauna suit on, jump on a treadmill, do, like, a 30-minute jog, get off, take a break, um, do another, like, pad session with the sauna suit on, take a break. And, again, this is all just water weight. And then I'll, I'll go to sleep, eat up, and if I have any more pound – I'm sorry, any more weight, we'll do it in the morning. We'll get on a scale. And then from there, we hydrate, get everything back in. Um, it's definitely – um if you, you definitely, if you do too much weight, it's definitely not safe. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. But if you're, if you've been doing your thing and like and soup like really, again, I, and again, like I pay a nutrition for this, we pay a lot of money to kind of like um, have make sure we're doing it right, make sure we're getting the right food throughout the whole camp. And then, um, yeah, it's 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 a, it's a tough part. I think that's the toughest part of the sport. But but that's the hard. I guess say the hardest part. And after that, it's all fun from there.
1: Cut, cutting the weight is the toughest part.
0: Definitely. Definitely.
1: You mentioned books a couple of times, and I'm I'm an avid reader myself. I know my brother is too. What What's your favorite book recommendation? Period, and and what's your What are you reading now? And what's a business book recommendation?
0: Um. So I've been. have well, been. I've been listening to. I've been. Well, my favorite book as far as like mindset has been Relentless uh, by Tim S. Grover. Um, yep. He was a uh, Michael
1: Jordan's coach.
0: Yeah, he was Michael Jordan's coach. So um, I lost the fight and my buddy recommended that book and it just it just helped me out so much. Um, but recently I've been reading um, Napoleon Hill's Laws of Success. Um, That's but, a good one. Uh, I got that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah the kind of, like, she speaks about how, you know, the, the, the basic laws and how and, Andrew Carnegie kind of like, commissioned him to kind of like put together like rules or laws of like how to be successful um, through any education or whatever. Like, and and uh, I've been reading that lately. Um but yeah, no, it's uh I would recommend that relentless book, man. Like Tim S. Grover is pretty cool. Um helps out with a lot of like like mindset and and, and just kind of having that like that that relentless drive just to get whatever you wanna do and get it go get it done. And there's always a way to figure it out you know. helps out with like, especially for business, man. I think like, if you haven't read it, I would check it out. <clears throat>
1: Surprisingly I haven't read that I'm gonna check it out too.
0: That's even say like like check it out um, it's like he, he worked with kobe bryant he worked with um, a lot of business owners he worked with uh obviously michael jordan um yeah he, he's around um he's around. they even, even did a a call with him I did a, a a zoom call with him not too long ago and it kind he kind of helped me out with a couple tips a couple um um like tricks to like help me visualize certain things and, and the way to handle it like, the pressure how to how to uh, deal with those, uh, like, those butterflies. Like, his big thing is, like, those butterflies, those, those that feeling you get before the fight that it's not going anywhere. So you, your job is to learn how to get those butterflies to kind of fly in formation and just embrace that that, that scared feeling because that's what's going to keep you alive and that's what's going to keep you creative, and you know? um You know, little things like that, like, it, uh, it goes a cool. long way. What did yeah, you, learned, go you along. learn?
3: What was, like, the best thing you learned that if you could, like, explain it to somebody like
0: how to manage that yeah um so again like it's like it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like when you feel like nervous or, or or scared to do something just run straight to it do that thing first like yeah. like say like say like i don't know Like say you you got a, you got a big kind you're kind of scared to co call them like right like you call that motherfucker the first thing in the morning don't wait till afternoon call them just get it done with and just keep on and just keep attacking and keep attacking just for relentless pressure and like and then once you do that, like you can't lose, you know, you can't lose because you know eventually you're gonna figure it out. Um and then, yeah, I think I would say do the hardest things first. You know, we always say, he like, always preaches just do the hardest things first, get it out the way, get it done, not rush through it, but like get in it and give your honest um, you know effort to it, you know, for that those hard things for like me, it's like like the workouts, like the shifting like for me, martial arts easy. The strength and conditioning part kinda sucks, right? Like yeah, I don't wanna go lift weights, man. I'd rather go punch somebody in the face. I don't want to lift yeah. weights, you know. Or get I want to run. My, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't check on, my head movement. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. be in a treadmill for for however long, you know. So, so, like my thing is, I get up, I go do conditioning first, and then I go have fun. I'm gonna thank the martial arts side of it.
3: That's right. Well, cool.
2: I got a question. Um, out of all the fights, out of all the fights that you've had, win or loss, which fight has taught you the most, and what did it teach you? Ooh, um, wow, it bro. was
0: uh so it was um so it was my it was a John Lenker fight I fought him in uh, Curitiba, Brazil. It was like it was in a soccer stadium full of like sixty thousand sorry forty five thousand screaming Brazilian yeah. screaming like you know it was it, it was, just, it was like, yeah, exactly you know what I'm so it, it was happened. tough yeah <laughs> it was tough man I just like just like I couldn't pull the trigger. I was having a bad day. I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I don't think I, I didn't, I didn't want to say I, I didn't underestimate him. I definitely trained, but I didn't realize what I was getting myself into, you know, I went from fighting, a, fighting my hometown in Boston to then flying to Brazil and fighting in his hometown. And again, like as we was riding up to the soccer stadium, they shut the whole stadium down. So the whole block down, you could was just, you could feel the, the vibration from the fans. It was, it was intense. Wow. I didn't I didn't wrap my head my head fully around what I was getting myself into and I was just like overwhelmed and and I think I, I don't think I correctly estimated what I had to do to get ready for this fight. And you know, I was just there's like an incorrect estimation of what I had to do and, and what I had to do to get the job done or even just that crowd. I didn't think that crowd was gonna get to me and I was like, Wait, no, nah, I'm good, man. I've, I've done this before, I've did this before, I've fought in backyards before and I was like, No, nah, I'm not like this. This is different. And then um, and then yeah and then, and then that, right after that I fought, my, my buddy was like bro he, that wasn't you out there like i know you 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 were different you wasn't mentally there you physically were there you but you was like your your mind was somewhere else and that's when he read to me, he, he recommended that book to me and like from there it was like oh wait oh. there's a whole there's a whole other side of this mindset game that i don't even know about and and i wasn't really tapping into you know and it wasn't like i was all physical and trying to run and do this and all that but i was like nah bro like it's all up here, man. You gotta you gotta like you know work on that that mindset and, and oh, engage, you know, like isn't it
3: like pretty crazy how much of a difference like uh fans make and just like general energy, like when your energy is focused and mm-hmm. like if that energy gets thrown off, it's first of all it's crazy that fans like a group of people can throw your energy off without yeah. even touching you you i
0: remember like i was so i was so not there i remember a shirt in the crowd that i kept looking at like i got a guy swinging trying (laughs) to hit me trying to knock me out and my and like that was like focused on that but i feel like that's crazy especially john John
2: lineker
0: yeah exactly so i'm like i'm sitting i can remember them like what the hell like i was like i was like getting frustrated and irritated and just it was the bad night and and it was all on me i could have easily just switched it up if i had the right mindset and, and, and and the right attitude and the and, and 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 um you know just to, just, just again like just a little bit more um i guess trusting myself and, and to kind of like get past that little barrier like it's like i just had to just yeah. get over it but it was like hard for me just to kind of just jump over and you know but the thing is i learned a lot from that like i'm like oh, all right and then from there that experience alone helped me get to all now it's like not easy but like i know how to deal with it better i know how to go in there and and switch it real quick when i need to and and and, and, and freestyle when I need to, and from there, if it, it was like if it didn't go the right way, I was like, oh, all right, what do we do now? Because and then from there, I just learned how to ad lib and, and just kind of go and 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 make things happen when things are not going right. You know, I'm pretty sure like what you guys do and like in sell and you thought it would go this way, man. No way, you got to, oh wait, hold up, it's, 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 let's approach them this way or another way, and then you just find yeah. a way to kind of like represent or or, or, or kind of like. Reposition yourself in the deal, right? You know, so right. it's a, uh, it's uh, it's 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 a learning experience, and I learned from experience. You know, I, it sucked that you had, had to learn from the experience, but it is what it is. I got that uh, it helped me out a lot, and um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it made me a better man, I guess you could say. I got
1: I got another question. Good questions, Rob.
0: <laughs> what percentage
2: for you, Rob? Uh, is fight? It, what percentage of fighting is mental?
3: I'll
1: oh,
0: I would oh. say 90%. <laughs> 90. Say like 90%. Oh my god. 90% of sales is mindset too. Uh, yeah, I would say 90%, bro. Like honestly, like, like it's all mental man. Like you you got to basically sell yourself before you go out there. Man, you got to sell yourself before you even get out there. You got to know without a doubt that you're going to get it done. You got to see you got to see the the win before you even go out there. You got to believe it. You got to like almost predict almost bet on yourself before you do it and 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 yeah, and I would say definitely, man. I'm saying, and again, I didn't learn that. I didn't learn that until, until, like, I was in the UFC, and I, and I, and I wish I would have learned that coming up, and I felt like I would have had a better, better understanding of this. But yeah, it's all it's all mental, man. And thinking about it, you 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 hear that, you know, what I'm saying you hear it all the time, but you don't like really buy into it until like until you have to, I guess. or well, at least I didn't. You know, I, mean? right. I didn't really buy into it until like until after I lost. You know, I went on a tear. Winning, 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 and then, bam! Like, what the hell just happened? And I was like, and I, I even have a mental. I got, I actually got a, a mental. I got a, a session Saturday with, with, with one, of, one of my mental coaches. Oh, nice mental coaches. I got need the,
3: a mental coach, dude. That's important. You know, Muhammad Ali said, you know, the quote. Anybody, boys? Anybody? Uh, Muhammad
1: Ali's quote. He said, "I don't start counting my sit-ups until after they hurt." He did yeah. say that, <laughs> but that's not the one I'm
3: talking about. Uh, uh. All right. I told myself, that's how it starts. Let's see who can
0: finish
3: it. I told myself. (laughs) (laughs) I told myself to (laughs) knock him out. (laughs) I told myself I was the greatest. What's the rest of that? Before I was the greatest. Even before I knew I was. Oh, that's
0: what you're talking about. That's what you're talking about. You got to, like I said, like, I'm pretty sure you got to, like, you got to know you're about to sell these, these units, you know, you got to know that before you go in, you got to believe that, like, without, a without, like, like nothing, there's nobody can tell you that you're not about to get the job done. And, yeah. and once you know that and you know that, and even if it's kind of going a little shaky, you'll figure out a way to get it done. If your if your belief and your, your passion is so like, so like, ah, this is how it's going down. It's how it's going down. You'll find a way to get the job done. And, you know, I had to learn that the hard way, you know. And, you know, it is what it is. I'm still learning and I'm still getting better, but... Uh,
3: it's also you know, experience, it right? Like, yeah. like if you walk into the same situation twice, you're obviously going to be better and more knowledgeable the second time around because, like, experience is priceless, you know? Like, no matter yeah. what you do, if you, if, if you did that a thousand times, you'd be a million times better on the thousands times, whether you wanted to or not, just because, like... You yeah. can't do something that many times and not have like, you know, like you wouldn't yeah. have the same doubts in the, as you would
0: in the first time, you know. Exactly, and I'm pretty sure. Like I so said, I'm pretty sure, like like with you guys, like that first sale, you know, so am saying like ah, you know, now like going through it, you kind of have like you almost go, you can almost like predict what the, the guy is going to say, or, or right. you kind of have an idea, you kind of have an idea of like of the complaints you're going to get, or yeah. or or yeah. or the uh, you know, you kind of know, okay, that the. the most people say this when they see this house, or that most people right. want this, or they're more when it comes to the clothes, right? They're, they're most people are worried about this, and you kind of have an idea, and like you, you, you had that experience before, so now you go, hey man, I understand what you're saying, I get it. Um, most people do are scared to finally sign that paper, but this is, and then you kind of you can kind of help them get through it, you know, uh, you know, probably the first time you feel like shit, I don't know, man, just sign up the damn line, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just buy the damn house, you know, come on man, just buy the house, the you know? <laughs> banana. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of like, cool, like persuade them, persuade them in a better way after the 100th house over the first house, you know?
1: Right, right. Like a lot of our new agents that come work for us, we got a couple people that work for us now, and they get in these situations and they're shocked because they don't know what to say. And then they shadow me or follow my brother and they're like, wow, you guys know what to say. And we tell them, like, this is 90% chance of what they're going to say. When they say this, you say that. You know what Fine. I mean?
0: yeah and like I said like you can you, you know that and again it comes with experience that comes with knowledge that comes from like the mentoring like I'm pretty sure like you said you guys go out there and you pay for the knowledge as well and and that comes with it and you know for me it was it was definitely a hard learning lesson on the mental side and it was uh it would suck though it would suck man like I had a I actually had a sponsor before that kind of be like hey I, you ever thought about this like nah man I don't really gotta do that and I was like fuck I should have listened to it man it was yeah. like I don't know why he was like I I I can get you on a a call. These guys, I'm like I don't don't know, man. I don't really done it. I just I think I'm good, and it was like the dumbest decision I've ever or dumbest mistake I ever had, and and now I'm like I'm fully in it. I really believe, and like I keep my eye. I would say I was the only, like probably one of the biggest mistakes in my career, and the most I would say, I guess, most immature thing I've done was like turning that. Mental coach down just because I was like, nah, man, mental coach, I'm not weak, I'm not mentally weak. You know, I man, it's like, it's not that you're mentally weak, it's like it, there is another level you can get to if you're on point with your mentality. And, yeah, exactly. There's, definitely, there's, there's, there's a, definitely
3: levels to like being able to, um, over like to master your mind, right? Because, like, if you can. Master your mind to the point where you can flip switches on and off at will. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care who you are. That's pretty powerful stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. That's awesome stuff. But that, yeah. I think, takes time to learn. You know what I mean? That's like
0: yeah.
3: you're cultivating the mind. It's like so many neurons up in there. Yeah.
0: And just like any muscle, it takes time. And if you're trying to hurry up and rush and hurry up and do it, no, it takes daily practice, daily practice, yeah. daily practice. You know, like again, like I'm, you know, daily, daily, like the same way you, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, I work out my muscles. You got to work out that muscle on the regular, and like uh, it's, it's, it's tedious. It's the boring stuff too. It's, it's just the hard part. Um, but it, it's one of those things you got to get done. That's you how must you that's
2: do. get the result you want.
0: But especially if you want to take it to that next level, man. There's like you know, so you can be average and not do it. But if you want to get that like that, yeah, Levels next level of, of of whatever you know. Like it doesn't have to be fighting anything. You got to take it to. And again, it's mostly mental. It sucks because like you hear it, into, but until you really. I guess mess up and have to come back and then no, all right, damn, I should have listened, but all
2: right, right. Rob, uh I know we're running running a little short on time, but I have a uh, another fighting question. I know I know let's I
0: go. Know. Let's
3: Rob, go. we got time. We booked them till twelve AM. This baby. is a twenty-four hour session. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm ready. We're having,
0: fun, guys. We're having fun, I'm having fun. I'm gonna start, I'm going to start asking you some real estate questions. <laughs> hey, anything you need. Know, I know you I
2: know you said that you haven't fought in a uh, in a year or over a year uh a yeah. is this the longest that you've gone without fighting and b do you believe believe in ring rust
0: um so no so i actually after my um this is my second time fighting um uh, on a year um so uh when i I did my debut in 2014 and then i, I got injured uh and had to wait another year and then Shit, I think like not too long ago, it took I couldn't get a fight. People just wouldn't want to fight. The ranking was just funky, so I, I've been to a point where I I had to sit out for two years. Not back to back, but I've done this before. Um, and as far as the ring rest, no, I I really don't I don't believe in it. Um, I really don't believe in it. Um, especially the way we train. We're always in it. We're always training. We're always moving. Um, the way I think about it, if I'm walking down the street and somebody starts messing with me it's not like I'm gonna forget how to fight you know i just I'm right. just gonna instantly react and get straight to it um I would say maybe the ring was of dealing with like the pressure and dealing with that could could okay happen but again like I, I learned after that last fight to kind of constantly work on my mind constantly be engaged with uh with uh you know training and all that and but I'm always around fighters. Again, I'm always around the young fighters, I'm around Calvin Cater all day. So I'm constantly, if I'm not fighting, I'm eating somehow, you know? So, um, you know, but for me, as far as like, like I, the way I look at it, that year I took off, like I'm not getting hit in the brain. you know, so I'm not, I don't have little, I'm not banging my hands all day. So I don't have the little baby injuries people are, are constantly having. I'm not like, no, I don't have that long wear and tear um, on my body. So you know I'm saying, like, it's almost like a blessing in the sky that I do have these little breaks. Cause again, like I'm not, constantly i'm like I'm, I'm getting older but my ring age is young if that makes sense right. yeah, yeah, for you know sure. saying because you'll, you'll have guys that are like like you know like 20, 25 but they look like they're 40 because they're getting beat up forever you know so it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's like it is a blessing in the curse um i'm saying it's a blessing in disguise because like again I, i'm not you know i'm not taking any headshots i'm not taking any damage to my hands my knees my neck or anything like that and you know um, at the same time I'm learning and I'm still getting better so it is what it is
3: that's cool man hey how's that um both actually both of the robs on the podcast right now Oh.
0: how's I'm that totally. knee
3: surgery boys you, know, you guys both like had the ACL knee surgeries are surgery, right? crazy these
0: days <laughs> <laughs> would you yeah yeah knee surgery as well yeah i had a uh, torn meniscus so yeah i told I told my uh my i ruptured my ACL and so a slight tear in my in my uh my last fight in the second round um i got in the second round we tore it it popped and went and then um i had to finish the fight and do the whole third round without with, on one leg basically but uh yeah man it, it sucks it but you know it is what it is i had a uh, had surgery in january went to vegas to rehab for like four weeks sorry three weeks and then i got back and I got to uh I got to link up with Boston Sports Facility in um, Wellesley, Mass. They uh they handle all the Patriot players. Everybody, all the a lot of the Canadian um, um, hockey teams come down. So I got around a lot of high level athletes and got to see how they did it. And it was like, it was a no brainer. Like I felt great. I um I was around the right people, and um yeah, I was committed. Again, I turned I turned rehab into my new martial art, my new sport, my new mm-hmm. um, passion, and I just flipped my mind to like I. All right, now this is what we're doing we're we're, we're gonna try to learn as much as possible about rehab and it's like i almost like i can kind of you know so i could be a pt and, re, and help you out with, your, with your needs, you know I, feel,
2: I feel the same way you know i i did a lot of workouts that i've never done in my life i felt a lot of muscles in my body i've never felt uh, um yeah. and you know i still have to keep up these workouts for a whole nother year just to uh make sure the meniscus just
0: heals right and properly you know and i'm sure you have to do the same too very right. it was weird though the meniscus is a little tougher because like it's like it takes more time um because uh like i guess it's more of that side to side motion so it, it's definitely tough but uh yeah man just keep grinding bro just keep your head down get to work and, and before you know it, you'll be you'll be 100 percent. that's pretty cool
3: it's great it's uh pretty amazing how um technology is that like you could get knee surgery and does it feel like you just got like a brand new knee basically you could move function like all the same functions
0: you, you done. It yeah. Yeah, it better time. than before is it
3: better
0: than like first... the original knee or yeah nah bro like I bro like I promise you like it once I once you started going we got it was tight like, real tight at first and then once I got into a groove it was like oh, I'm good to go. I uh once I kind of like started jumping down off of like so we had like we got like a test where we get like a, a a box like a box jump we'll yeah. jump up it but then we had to jump down once I felt that and I landed and it was 30 I was like oh this is easy done deal my uh it was it was no hesitation on me at all and then once I got that going it was it was smooth sailing man I, I basically I felt like it took a year but it really felt like four or five months after the four or five month mark I was kind of boxing I was dead lifting I was doing a lot of like single-A squads, RDLs, all that stuff, and boxing. So I felt like I got right back to training. It really felt like it only took about four, four months. And then um, then I got to hitting pads, moving around. So, like, I wasn't fully, like, doing jiu-jitsu and wrestling, but I was still training, so it wasn't the worst. And then, obviously, the coronavirus and the pandemic happened, so it kind of slowed everything down anyway. So it was kind of like not much was going down um, as far as the UFC. And then that, so that took, took, took a little Little, little off of it you know it wasn't that big of a blow because not too much movement was going anyway so it was like almost like a good time to kind of get injured we got that done and then like it was there it was like I'm ready to go and then once I got the contract it was like duh let's get it and we just got right back into camp and just you know got to work
3: that's pretty cool man
0: Would What's you
3: say- the, uh, go ahead bro uh, okay
2: um I was gonna say would you say this upcoming fight with Marias, is this the biggest fight of
0: your career Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt, um, you know that's like the, the highest number I got around. You know, he's ranked three in the world. Former title challenger. He was uh, in a ex champ in in a excuse me in a in another promotion for World Series of Fighting. So he's been around. He's done that. Um, I just he got. I just yeah. Like he's definitely the biggest fight, biggest name, and um, you know it's gonna be one of my biggest wins.
3: That's awesome, man. You want us to go in there and be like,
0: take him out? That little <laughs> Boston attitude. I wish, man. I wish, I wish, man. I wish. They're not letting anybody in that building. When, when is the fight? December 19th.
2: December 19th. Oh, that's coming. Oh,
0: okay.
1: And then you got Aldo's fighting on that fight, too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. you fighting, yep. fighting uh, Chido Vera. Yeah, yeah. you fighting Chito Vera.
1: They could get it fun. next after you knock out Mariah. <laughs> they can get it next, <laughs> yeah, and, look, and then
2: have him up for you. And then Peter Yan after no, if that. He, if, he, if he beats Mariah, he's looking up, not down.
0: Exactly. I want. I want to keep slowly going up. So again, like after that, up, I want. another big name. You know, number two or number one. Exactly.
3: That's awesome, man. I think that's super cool. That's cool, man. What you have any um like any uh, quotes that you like or any like life advice, like some of the best lessons you learned just like in
0: life. My my coach always says, man, keep it simple, stupid. Like, just keep it simple, man. Like, try not to overthink it. Go in there and just keep it simple. You know, um, if you try to overcomplicate things and make things more than what they are, it's simple, man. You're in a fight. Go in there, hit this guy more than it hits you, you'll win, you know, like yeah. it's really, it's sometimes, that's that pretty simple, damn you know, simple. You know? Simple I'm like, yeah, right. yeah. Keep it simple. You know, always just keep it simple. And then, you know am saying? Like, I like just try not to overthink, try not to uh, like over worry or, or, or overstress about the small thing. Just go on there, keep it simple and have fun. Definitely.
1: That's good advice. As we begin to wrap up, we got a lot of people that listen to this podcast a lot of them are realtors. A lot of them are small business people. A lot of them are fighters battling different things in life. So what, what would be the one thing that you'd like our listeners to take away from this podcast? Maybe something they could implement or use to improve their lives in their business.
0: Seek out coaches, man. Get the right help. Don't be, don't be afraid to spend the money. You know, um, it might not be a mental coach. It could be a marketing coach or, or, or sales coach, or um, yeah. you know, whatever, but seek it out, don't be afraid to spend the money. Um, I feel like if you, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't lose in investing in yourself, you know, if you go out there and and you can say it's a seminar, you say it's $10,000, it seems like a lot, but if you spend $10,000 on a seminar and you make a hundred thousand dollars, was it worth it, you know? So, like, spend the money, get out there, go out there and, and search for help, you know, it definitely. Uh, can't do it yourself, and um, yeah, and just invest in yourself. I would say
3: that's that's all that's
1: solid, solid, that's solid advice. advice, man. All right, boys, as we start to wrap up, you guys have any finishing questions for the man? Man, uh, okay. I, I don't, don't have
2: a finishing play. question. Just want to say good luck. We'll definitely be watching, cheering, and uh, I hope you get the knockout and you get the fight of the night and knockout.
3: Appreciate of the it. Night. Oh, Appreciate oh it. Appreciate it. Hey, and uh, you. You were a champ in like another, another, um, that means you're going to be a champ in the UFC, right? But do you yes, remember yes, when, like when you got signed to the UFC, were, are you still like crazy? Like, do you believe that you're in the UFC? Is it like a huge deal to you? Cause it so, is yeah, one sorry. of the top I, um, organizations on so like I, so many levels, right?
0: Yeah. So I fought for, um, CES in Lincoln, Rhode Island. I got their belt. And then from there, uh, I got the belt, I fought maybe twice, and then I got into UFC, and then it felt like it went from, like, like, high school to college, you know what I'm saying? All right, now it's another level to this. Now, you know, college, obviously, we're in the college, but then there's that pro level, you know what I'm saying? That's that top five, that's that belt. That's where I'm trying yeah. to, like, push into that, you know? So, again, it's um, there's always levels to it. And then, like, again, once you get that belt, all right, now let's defend that belt. So it, it feels like it all it starts all over again now you gotta defend that belt. how many times can you defend it how many times how how good can you make it look you know um uh, yeah, yeah. you know and then some guys like they don't want two belts now don't want to fight at forty five and fifty five so it's like there's definitely levels and I think that's what keeps people hungry keep fighters hungry and then they' just chasing that 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 next level that greatness and um uh, so yeah no, like I said like I got a belt like i actually got i got i got a i got two amateur belts i got a, a pro belt and those are like Feel like yeah, I don't know how to say it without so sound like an asshole. Like I just feel like nothing right now. Like I just like all right, that's cool, but what's next? You know, what I'm saying like, again, I'm not trying to be greedy or selfish or whatever but it's like it's just next it's not it. Yeah, it's like, I want, I
3: want US, that. US. Yeah. Yeah, UFC, go! Let's <laughs> do. I'll add this too before before my brother takes over and wraps it up. Is um, I'm not wrapping this. You are um, midnight. You have the cartel. That's your. Clo- that's the. That's yeah, so what I was to bring up. No, nah, <laughs> I steal that. I stole that. And uh, that I think that's cool. And if people wanna find you, basically Instagram right now is probably the best way yeah, to reach yep. out
0: to so, you. Um, Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so Instagram at Rob underscore Font. Uh, I'm about to add uh, your. Facebook. Back, Facebook. Uh, Rob Font, and then uh, Twitter. Rob S Font. Um, but yeah, we got the link in our bio. Um, you know, the, the website's up there. Go support the cartel, you know. Uh, we're, we're, you know, up and coming. Um, there go it check is it in out. the back. Yeah, man, look at that. <laughs> Let's go. Woo! Um, Let's and, uh, go. Again, oh. And again, if you again if you want to uh, you want to learn some Muay Thai, I teach Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the Gentle Art Dojo in Lowell, Mass. Also have a private studio in um, Lawrence, Mass. If you want to do more, that's more one-on-one um, sessions. You can do BJJ, MMA, a little bit of shape and conditioning. And um, yeah, and December 19th, tune in. Uh, I'll be fighting. Uh, I'll be knocking out Marlon Mariah. So tune in.
3: Let's yeah. go. We'll be at the TV screen, man.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I Rob, love it, thanks man. so
1: much for taking the time out to be on this podcast. We, thanks, appreciate, we appreciate it. We appreciate Wishing you the best of luck on your fight. If you ever need any real estate help or advice, like I said, we have property owners that have 300 units. We'd love to educate you in any way we can. Guys, I'm going to, it, to I'm hold you to it, guys.
0: Uh, I'm going to hold you to it. I plan on, again, I'm going to go out there and a business. I'm going to come back. I would love to sit down and kind of like, again, like like educate myself on, on how to really do this, do it the right way. And then, uh, again, learn from okay. your mistakes. And hopefully, I don't have to make those mistakes, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. We're, na- We're neighbors anytime. All right. If you listen to this podcast and you enjoyed it, show some love. Find Rob Font on his Instagram. You could also check out this website, newenglandcartel.com. Check, check out my boy, KB Jewelers. He's right here, kbjewelersboston.com. And as always, if you need a house, you want to invest in real estate, DNA real, dna-realty.com. Thank you, guys. Mad love, you guys. love and good luck. Hey, man, thank you so much. It was, thank was you, guys.
0: Thanks, Good luck.
1: Hey, t- Appreciate it, guys. Tell, uh, Dana, tell Uncle Dana what up for me. And I got Calvin, you. I, got I know, you. It's good, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, yeah.
0: I got you. I got you, guys. Appreciate you having me on. My will you guys when I get back. All right. Good luck. Good luck. Definitely.
1: Have a good one, guys. Same travels. Rob, that was man. awesome, Rob.
0: Huh? Rob awesome.
1: has the best questions
3: coming out. Coming in he, he was man. like, I, I,
2: I was focused,
3: man. That was cool, right? That was super awesome,
2: dude. That was awesome. We should just ask him um, to get Cal- tell Calvin Cater to.
1: Calvin's next, dude. Calvin, that's me. I'm gonna post this on the Modern American Dream podcast, and David's gonna post it on Rad MMA episode two.